much. Deltas, and welcome back to another episode of our podcast and one of our favorite episodes where we are in the TV room. Uh, I'm joined by my fellow Tri-Deltas, Avery, Meredith, and Karen, of course, our fearless leader and CEO. Uh, The four of us are excited to be with you today to talk a little bit about season 16. It's a new year, a new podcast season on the horizon. And we are all very excited about some of the women we're going to be talking to, the stories we're going to bring you, such great content. Uh, We have past Sarah Ida Shaw winners. We have a true crime podcaster, a celebration of our 2024 Women of Achievement. There's so much out there that we are going to be bringing you, and we are very excited. We are also officially on video now, so we're literally in the TV room on video for you (laughs) as part of the podcast. Um, and one that's last like a special- notch. I mean, that's just that's, that's <laughs> podcast prep, a whole different level of podcast prep. Yep. Yeah. Making sure the hair is good for the <laughs> video. Everybody's got uh, their hair done. <laughs> we also have a new exciting um, announcement. I'm going to save till the end, but so stick around until then so you can hear it. Um, so up first on our first of the year, 2024. In the TV Room podcast, we're going to talk a little bit about New Year's resolutions. These are the, these uh, are, these tend to be uh, like you're either in it or you're not. I don't know uh, where everybody's going to come to this. <laughs> oh, I, I mean, I do it, right? And I mean, I, you know how Tri Delta permeates our lives. I always make three, you know, um, resolutions. Yeah, three resolutions. Um, and I always accomplish one, right? Which that's the odds. Not good odds. Um, and sometimes but I accomplish like the hardest one, you know, and the easier ones fall by the wayside. I don't know why that is. How hard is it to drink more water? Really? <laughs> right? Yet I did 250 you need to Get water. yourself a cup. It's changed my life this year. A cup. Got a cup. It's always full and the water gets drank. And oh. it's turned out to blue. Okay. Oh, Meredith's got her. I left my Stanley. I was like, I need my Stanley for recording this. It's upstairs, but Uh that will help you. Okay. People do say that's the key. All right. Who, so do you make resolutions, Avery and Meredith? Do you stick to them? I have always been a a goals girl, a resolutions girl. My mom, the first of every month, almost without fail, will call or text us and say, it's the first, what are your goals for the month? And I think that's made things a lot more manageable um, because it can be August 1st and I don't feel behind on January, you know, I'm like, I'm ahead or I have a fresh start today for just this month, just the next few weeks. I remember when I was maybe in, I had to have been in high school, but I typed out my resolutions. I think I had 10 oh ambitious <laughs> and taped them on my mirror. And that was really helpful for me. Cause we're looking at them. Every day. Yeah, every day when I'm getting ready, like, what can I do? Which one of these things could I do today? If any, you know, there's a there's like psychology that. behind all of that, right? Mm-hmm. Everything you just said and um, your mom, shout out to your mom. Love her. Yeah. 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 Resolutions. I am not a resolutions girl. I never have been. If you know anything about me, you know that I live a very regimented life. Like I am up at the same time every day. It's not resolutions. I think I've made changes in my life that have let me be the person that I am, but I've never thought of it as something that I do in the new year to 
like determine whether or not it was a good year. It's more just, you know, changes in my habits that I can continue forever. Um, so no, I not really a resolution girl. I do, however, always give something up for Lent Uh and I try to make it something really hard, like diet Coke or candy. (laughs) that's tough (laughs) and I slip right back into it when Lent is over and that's why I think that Lent works better for me with that kind of thing because I can do it for six Uh, weeks when it was an end date yeah because six weeks yeah because you see a beginning and an end yeah you Meredith are also very disciplined I do not have that same level of discipline and self-control and that's why I have to mine have to be like hard resets Avery, your year's resolution should be to commit to being gluten free fully. Like, oh, don't say that. (laughs) Avery, the hand went straight to the head. Like, I can't, I can't. Right. That was a lot, but I heard a challenge, a sisterly challenge happening. Yeah. And I will support you. You know, I will. And I know that you will. And I do. You bread coupons. (laughs) And I have the bread coupons that you gave me for the gluten free (laughs) bread. But that's a good one, actually. I heard recently this great concept that if that New Year's resolutions are really hard to make work, but if you start it, if you start something in like October and you get to New Year's, it's easier because you've sort of gotten through the hardest time of the year to make something happen. And then you start the new year fresh and you're like, well, I've already got a head start. This is great. I don't know why yeah. psychologically that's different, but I'm feeling like I accidentally stepped into that this year because right. I started this healthy thing at the beginning of October. Yeah. And now I'm like in it, I'm going through the holidays. I'm good. I'm going to start the year. Like I'm going to keep eating healthy because I'm already doing it and it's easier. Wasn't um, that interesting. Was that Alison Walsh? I feel like she said that on her. Oh, maybe network call. Or something. Yeah. To start. I remember hearing that too. Yeah. I was, I, that's funny. Cause I do too. I was like, we had to be in the same meeting on that Mindy, but if we all, it might've been. Again recently, so. Yeah. Yeah. And I, they say too, um, kind of that August timeframe, that August, September, right back to school. Um, regard like someone in your life is going back to school and certainly our business calendar invites us to, you know, think about that if we're not in school, but you know, all routines kind of change. And so adding something at that point, right? So I, I didn't, right? I'm still trying to drink more water from last January. So we're going to go again. I'm going to get a, a, what do I have to get a Stanley cup? I don't have to win a hockey tournament to get that. That's just a thing I can buy. Yes. Easy. <laughs> yeah. Kind of expensive, but Am- <laughs> you can Amazon it. I can Amazon a Stanley cup. Okay. I'm on that. <laughs> I, I it's my one. son's favorite. It's my both my kids' favorite thing to make fun of all you girls in your Stanley cups. Like they just think that's like the new thing for girls have to carry around a Stanley cup and they think it's so goofy. Why do water bottles go? They're so trendy. There's always a new water bottle that, that comes and goes. Seriously. It's so bad. And And I have have the latest and greatest, right? Like you spent 10 bucks on this at Walmart. Like, honestly, this is, this is, this is the way to go girls. So I've been hanging on to Nalgene for like seven years. Classic. Yeah. Hanging on. But yeah. I, I asked for a Stanley for Christmas. I gave in and it's going to be time for the Nalgene to take a little break. But I will love her and cherish her forever. You will. Um, okay. This is good. This is, you know, this is one part group therapy, isn't it? Or is it all <laughs> group therapy? I don't know. 
And hopefully for the people that listen to us who go, yeah, the Cubs. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so I want to introduce a new concept, but I'm going to make Karen do it. Um, we are all going to talk about the concept of having a word of the year. Um, and this okay. is a fabulous idea that came from one of our sisters. Karen, yeah. you want to share the story? I will. Um, so this is uh, this concept and this idea came from our sister, Mary Bess Miller, an accomplished professional, uh, retired from PwC as a managing partner, TCU Tri-Delta, who gets together actually with Tri-Deltas every year. Yeah, I saw the little GoPro. Yeah. Uh, it gets together every New Year's Eve with Tri-Deltas, and they have this tradition of picking a word of the year. And then their challenge to each other is you have to take action on the word. So in 2019, Mary Bess, remember what I told you she did, Price Waterhouse. I mean, she's she's an auditor by trade, financial auditor. She picked the word create. And then in January, on, you know, New Year's Eve, on January, she's like, what am I going to do to create? She'd always wanted to learn how to paint. So she went to YouTube and taught herself to paint with acrylics. And then in March of 2020, she had a lot of time on her hands like we all did. So she ended up setting up a studio and she has become this prolific artist creating these amazing pieces of original art. And she created a whole series for Tridelta called Gilded Pansies, which we have been the recipient of. We have um, given them away at, we've given one piece away at a volunteer leadership conference. We'll give another away, shout out convention. And they're now hanging in a gallery in Dallas, Texas, where as people purchase Gilded Pansies, 50% of the proceeds come back to Tridelta's foundation. So now she took word of the year and put it on steroids, right? I think for our con, you know, our purposes here, maybe we don't go all that way. Maybe we do. Right. So yeah. of the year. So do you have one, Mindy? I do. I do. Uh, it's been, it's been bubbling for a bit and um, ha- knowing I had to have it for today. So it crystallized it for me. My word is proactive. Ooh. And I am in <laughs> a state where I've been letting things happen to me. And now I'm going to be making things happen for me. Ooh. That's wow. my word. Of Snaps. And it goes across a lot of different phases of my life, a lot of different places in my life where that's going to yeah. become a thing. So yeah. proactive. I like it. Who else? Oh, awesome. Meredith, you go. Okay. I'm really excited about this. This this has not been a long time in the making, but when I landed on it, I had a lot of words in my head. A lot. I was all over the place. And then I thought of it. My word is well. W-E-L-L. So it is well-being, but it's also live well, eat well, be well. Um, You know, there's a million ways that you can spin well, but um, that way I can, I can think about wellness in so many different ways and put that into all the things. So back to me being a regimented health girl. Well, that's a good one. That is a perfect one for you. So many ways to live into that. I like how she took like that one word and made it a bunch of different things. Yeah, rather than just like, well, healthy, but like that went, that went. I found a loophole is what I did. Um, I do. Well, I do. I don't know if I'm going to keep it, but I'm definitely going to go 
we still have a few. I know we're listening to this in January, but we still have a few weeks left in December. So that I'm I'm holding on to that a little bit if I need to change mine. Um, but 2024 is a really big year for me personally. Yeah, I am here with the married. TV audience, Avery, right? She's getting married. Getting married. Shout out, Greg. I told him I would give him a shout out today. Um, so I was like, we're talking about 2024. So you're gonna come up. Um, yeah, but I'm getting married. I'm going to move. Um, I'm going to meet new people. Just a lot of things are coming my way. Um, and I was thinking about the word flexible flexibility, but I think that is just my nature. Um, so then I was thinking about the word change, which was freaking me out because I'm terrible at change. And then just the word, word and having the word change be my word was a little, well, it was a little overwhelming. So I was actually talking to Greg about it today. Cause I said, I was like, I need to have a word for this year. And he goes, what about a, like adaptability adaptable? Because the change is inevitable, but it's whether or not I'm adapting to that. Well, um, so I think that was, I was like, okay, that's a good one. It's all big and scary, um, for me. And it's all really fun and change is good and change is natural and it happens but I think how am I adapting to that that's actually perfect it's it's the it's spinning change on its ear right Mm -hmm. like you don't have me change you're coming but I have me because I can adapt yeah I love it's very empowering delta does mean delta means means I have you guys yeah okay Karen okay so my word so I actually said my word of the year um I'm contemplating. I'm a little bit like you, Avery, because there the, there was one that came to me and I was like, ooh, I just don't know if I can do it. The first one that came to me was still. I'm like, oh, that is a really hard one for me because I am a woman on the go. Uh, not to mean that you can't have moments of stillness, right? But still, that's a big stretch for me. Um, so I'm still sitting with that one, but I really think the word, because it, it took me a while to move past still, which is aspirational. Uh, to pause, which those who know me well are like, because <laughs> that girl don't pause. Right. Mm-hmm. But I, again, it's, it's, <laughs> it's, 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 it's aspirational for me. Um, and I think it's going to serve us well as we get into the new year, especially from a work perspective, we've got big things we're living into this year. Um, and I think pausing to continue to check ourselves you know, sort of against this big new strategic plan. I think that's going to be important. And um, personally, my last child graduates college this weekend. Oh my gosh, I'll have three college graduates. Um, and it, I do have a minute to pause and kind of determine what's next, you know, so, you know, for me and my life and, um, uh, yeah. So I think, I think pause is going to serve me well. And then maybe I'll live into still the next year. Oh my gosh. Look at that cute cat. Oh my I God. Know. This is my roommate's cat. My college best friend, who's also a child came over uh, this weekend. She was visiting and she went to target with one of our other friends and came back with a mug that said cat mom on it. And it's not even my cat, but it's like, <laughs> I've, adopted this, I've adopted this cat so much and he just loves me and I love him. But now I have a whole mug. Yeah. Of ownership. Mm-hmm. 
So yeah. Are you gonna wear them? You know, like like um, I know I it's un it's unbelievable that she hasn't come up yet. I know we're gonna talk about Taylor Swift, but <laughs> you're gonna do the Taylor Swift pose with your cat. Right with the cat. Okay. I think about the line every time karma is a cat praying in my lap because it loves me. Yes. I think that is correct. All, now it comes up daily because I'm like, oh my gosh, that's me and Taylor. Yes. We're the same. <laughs> exactly. You just need two more, then you're the same. I know. I just have to start with one though. This isn't even mine. This She's is my probably, I'm a cat. Probably age. had to be adaptable this year too. So yeah, absolutely. Um, um, speaking of, yes. Taylor Swift. Um, I feel like that we would be remiss in this group. We've already had a lot of conversation about the concert and the tour and all the things. Um, and then she is recognized as Times Person of the Year. Um, first of all, just some 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 initial reaction from those of you who are Swifties. Um, and what does this mean? Like, what what does this say about where we are in the world that she's the person of the year how did she get there what do you think she did to sort of earn I have no qualm whatsoever with her being the person of the year very well deserved but I'm just one I want to know everyone's take on it I think first and foremost I'm proud I'm so proud of her and Mm -hmm. I also um, feel very lucky I have been a lifelong Swifty since the beginning I have loved Taylor Swift fiercely Um, We're working with one of our colleagues, Brooke. She was giving um, some style feedback to Taylor. And I said, you need to just learn how to love her unconditionally. We don't, we don't talk about (laughs) what Taylor wears. She picks and we support her and we tell her that she looks great and everything. So we don't have opinions. Um, (laughs) Like I truly have loved her as an artist forever. um, And I just feel really lucky that I picked someone like Taylor when I was a little girl to to look up to and that still all this time later, she still can be that person. And when I went through recruitment, my mom told me before I went through recruitment that people were going to ask me who I looked up to. And I was not allowed to say Taylor Swift and that would not be an okay answer. Um, I know now that it, that it's a great answer and I wish that I had used it, (laughs) but you know, now I think about like, yes, now today. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Um, and then a funny thing, my, I talked to my mom after this, um, came out and she's a cat lady too. She has three cats, just like Taylor. And I said, did you love that cover of her holding the cat? And she said, yes, I did. But I wish it was Meredith, her other cat named Meredith, because then it would have been me. Wait, your mother has a cat named Meredith? No, Taylor has a cat oh, named Taylor has a cat a- named Meredith? Yes. Meredith, I've How never even connected not, those dots. Like oh my gosh. Like, I need to mind. meet her. <laughs> well, yeah. sidebar, I'm glad it wasn't your mother. And I was like, wow, that's really <laughs> weird. <laughs> uh, wait, didn't, wasn't the cat that was on the cover? I watched a video of this on TikTok and maybe it was a lie, but wasn't that cat in a music video? And they were like, oh, he's available. And then. Mm-hmm. She literally yep. took him home. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's so funny. Oh, that's a nice story. Yeah. Cat's she, name. I, they were do. just using kittens and then she really adopted him that day. Mm-hmm. So that's Meredith is one cat. cat. Meredith Gray, Olivia Benson, and Benjamin Button. Oh, oh, I see what she did there. Okay. 
So that's Benji okay. on the cover. Yeah. yeah. Okay. They I, all, knew, they I have, knew she'd know this. Didn't y'all know she knew that? Yeah, I knew it. They have very different personalities. Benji's the only one. Who I was about to say, she probably knows a lot about these cats. Yeah. <laughs> We're just scratching the surface here. Really so I, I thought this was so well-deserved, right? And I, yeah, I'm a fan of Taylor's. I think she is incredibly talented um, as a songwriter. She's just good gosh. And as a performer um, uh, and as a musician, right? I just think she's incredibly talented. The way she has um, redefined her business and taken sort of control of her own destiny, that is so admirable. And and um, so I, I respect her as a businesswoman as well. Um, but what I saw this era's tour do in terms of creating like a, you know, kind of a, a culture, right, that follows her and in, in the in the commerce that has followed the culture, right? She has driven the economy, various parts of the economy yeah. um, by, by performing all over this country and now all over the world. Um, never mind how she crossed over into sports when Travis came on the scene. So she is the it girl of epic proportion. I think Time Magazine got it right. Oh, absolutely. This is what's blowing my mind about her concert we were talking about. In a few episodes ago, we recapped uh, the concert that Meredith and I went to. It was insane, but I don't think, I mean, I think everybody's aware. It's it's three hours of nonstop I know Meredith knows this off the top of her head. What was her longest break in the concert? I actually don't know that. that wow. Okay. I'm surprised, but I don't think that it's it, longer than a few not, minutes. Yeah. Not longer than three minutes. I think the longest one might be before folklore. Yeah. But, it's not long at all. And the, and the entire concert is three plus hours. And in this article, she talked about how she ran for three plus hours straight on the treadmill and sang her entire show her entire so she, thinking to train, to train and i've heard yes to train. train and i've heard beyonce did that and probably a lot of people do that if you're performing at this level but that i mean if we talk about discipline mm-hmm. like that is that's insane well, and, and dedication i think there's not a chance there's a song coming out of my mouth while i'm running which i don't do anyway like that just the concept of that right that you could sing and run at the same time never never mind the fact that that's like her training you know methodology (laughs) getting into the concert like just like getting down the block singing a song I couldn't do I was I can't talk no I've been trying I've been trying to do it at the gym I've been trying to just do one song and I can't even do that but (laughs) then you you look back on um some of the some of the things that came up in the Miss Americana documentary that is on yeah. Netflix, where she talked about um, her struggles with disordered eating as a young woman and the 1989 tour and that mm-hmm. she felt like she was going to collapse on stage. And there are videos of her just gasping for air and to see her now a healed adult who took this on as a challenge and she shows up every night like an athlete and performs. And I mean, this article said over and over again, she knew what fans went through to get there and she was going to make it the best thing they'd ever seen. Like she didn't have to do that. She didn't have to go that far. And she did. And I mean, I just, I just love her so much, but my favorite part. Oh no, go, go, no, go. Sorry. (laughs) My favorite part of this article 
is towards the end where the the author says, you know, I wanted to say to her that I didn't feel like in the middle of the Kim and Kanye situation or, you know, during the reputation era that her career had been taken from her. And she said that a couple of times. She said, make no mistake, my career was taken from me. And the author says that they were glad they didn't say that to her. Um, and, you know, it, it, the point was the way that she felt. Um, and it says, maybe this, maybe this is the real Taylor Swift effect that she gives people, many of them women, particularly girls, who have been conditioned to accept dismissal, gaslighting, and mistreatment from a society that treats their emotions as inconsequential, permission to believe that their interior lives matter. And the first time I read it, I was on the floor. Oh, sure. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yes. And in the midst of a mental health crisis of epic proportion, right, really and truly, um, she is a beacon, I, I feel like, for and I, we say young women, young girls, I think it's for probably all women. Right. And hopefully some of the men are listening too. Yeah. We know for my Matt, <laughs> he is listening to her all the time too. <laughs> my <laughs> Swifty boyfriend. You have a Swifty boyfriend. I do love it. There are some, I love it. <laughs> but it's a y'all think exclamation point for her though, like the, just the way she has changed the conversation, changed things for women. Yeah. Become somebody who look, I mean, I just think it's anyway, she's a great exclamation point on the end of 2023. I think she yeah. is 2023's exclamation point. I love it. All right, Avery, what were you thinking? I am thinking, what do y'all think Taylor Swift's 2024 word of the year would be? Is she still touring? I don't know. Should it? Should she, she yeah, yeah. She pause. I mean, I'm happy to call her. She did pause, actually. She did, didn't she, for a minute? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I there was a section in the article where she talked about what she gave up in her life during her her hiatus from the world. Yeah. Um and she said something about I'm not going to go searching for it, but she said something about living every single day, going on every adventure because you can't get that precious time back and she feels like she lost a lot and I think we've seen a different side of her in the last few months she was at a Christmas bar just hanging out like looking mm-hmm. like a regular regular young woman just having fun and I I hope her word of the year is fun or like enjoyment yeah yeah we I can feel like- for her we'll send that out into the universe for Taylor ah I feel like she's just way more comfortable in her own skin now than she ever has been like yes she talks about her feelings and expresses all of that through all of her songs but I feel just even watching the show she's just having fun and being silly and I think that is both in her personal and professional life this y'all look at us talking like we're experts on Taylor Swift (laughs) but of course feel like she has just yeah stepped into being her authentic self I love you know, that. Well, and, and owning person it. Of the year. Person of the year. So she had, you know, definitely had to uh, to be a significant portion of our conversation today. Mindy, what else do you have for us? All right. Let me, I'm going turn to the, turn the wheels here. Okay. Um, but you got to transition into, we were talking about what she might do in 2024. Trot Elta has 
a lot planned for 2024. So I thought we might give our listeners a little preview of some of the highlights, maybe some of the things you guys are looking forward to in 2024. Who wants to kick us off? He's got it. I feel like there are so many things on the Tri-Delta 2024 events calendar. Um, we have CLC in April, our Collegiate Leadership Conference. I'm so excited. We've been doing a lot of work uh, in the past few weeks for it. It's going to be so fun. We have a lot of DDD BMBs. If you don't know what those are, they, yeah. I think, are the best alumni experience you could have as a Tri-Delta. I'm obsessed with them. You have a weekend getaway back to... Uh, your chapter house on your college campus if you were lucky enough to be selected. So not selected to go, selected to have the event at your chapter. Um, anyone is welcome to join those. We have five next summer, which is so awesome. And then we have convention 2024, which is going to be so awesome and so fun as well. We have a lot of new things coming. We're reworking a lot of the event. Um, and it's just going to be great. My year ends after convention. Like that's all that I'm looking at right now, but it's going to be, it's going to be so fun. Well, we are going to flamingo, right? We're going to flamingo. Well, flamingo in Orlando. Yeah. Meredith, what do you look forward to? Avery stole a lot of what I was going to say. So everything that Avery said, and also that in this year, we are, we are going to raise a hundred million dollars for St. Jude total in 25 years. We're going to hit that by the end of the year, probably by the summer. If, if we stay on track, everyone stay on track. Um, I'm really That's excited. That's a big deal, Meredith. I mean, mm-hmm. 25 years of partnership, a hundred million dollars raised the impact that we've had on childhood cancer. I mean, you know, I feel like we are, we, we are the Taylor Swift of the St. Jude fundraising world. That's what I feel like we are. Right. hundred percent. There's the exclamation point we needed. <laughs> that's a big deal. And thank you for the way you lead that partnership too. Cause that's awesome. And Mindy, you and I are sharing a lot of the, uh, the lift on, you know, a brand new strategic plan that is so exciting and encompasses big ideas to continue to, you know, better our best in Tri-Delta. Are there any parts of it that you're most looking forward to? Um, I think, you know, it's interesting. There's so much of it because there's so many cool things happening. Um, But I think I want to say out loud our new vision statement because it's out there. People have seen it. It was in the Trident, but I just want to make, there's something in saying it, like that reminds me how cool it is. And every time, um, I have have talked about it or read it out loud. People just get excited about it. And so I think I just want to say this, our inaugural sort of 2024 podcast, our new vision statement for Tri-Delta is bound by sisterhood, inspired by kindness and committed to belonging. Tri-Delta empowers women to lead bravely, act boldly and use their voices to change the world. And I just can't, I can't imagine a statement that does more to sort of encapsulate not only who we are as Tri-Delta as an organization, but also who our members are and who they are out in the world. Um, And we're privileged on this podcast to get to tell all those stories about them acting bravely and leading boldly and doing all those things. And so um, it's, it's exciting to be able to roll that out this year. And I think that's going to get us a lot of momentum, a lot of people excited about what's going on in Tri-Delta. And it just is an example of all those cool ideas you were talking about, Karen. There's just 
fun, cool stuff coming. Um, that's a little bit different and a, a different look at how we operate Tri-Delta, a different look at how we engage our members, just so many exciting things out there. So I'm excited about that. Well, and, and you know, because I say I'm motivated by possibility and the possibilities are endless. I mean, for starters, change the world, right? So that leaves it wide open for us, right? <laughs> and I do think there are things that are encompassed by this plan and some of the work we've planned to do with, I mean, we have the best, most dedicated staff and we have the most dedicated volunteers, period. Drop the mic. There's no full stop, right? 3,000 of them that are powering Tri-Delta forward. This thing doesn't go without them. Um, and so as we continue to socialize the plan, I hope every volunteer and every member sees themselves in the plan, right? And sees how they can move this forward because they are Tri-Delta. We are Tri-Delta, right? Um, we are a collective. And so, yeah, I, yeah, there's big, hairy, exciting stuff in there. And I just can't wait to tackle it. Um, and it's going to be a great year. It's going to be an incredible year. It is. And then there's just the little, like, it's, it's, a, it's, it's horrible to say it's little stuff, but like we're hosting Alex Snodgrass in Dallas for the an event. Join Hello. Zoom, but yes. She's the defined dish. She is a tri-delta from TCU. Um, TCU is getting way too much play on this podcast for this. Not, I, that's the second time we've said TCU. Good I, know. God. I know, but, <laughs> but um, just like some cool Jenny Mars is back. She, um, we had her on the podcast several years ago. She, if you watch HGTV, you know, Jenny and her husband have the great show that they do on flipping houses. Um, we're going to like, she has a new book out. There's just exciting, like things happening and fun, 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 fun. So when are we announcing our, announcing our convention speakers? Not yet. In January, <laughs> later in January. Can we talk about them? We can't talk about them. Can we talk about them? I don't know. I don't Should know. Wait. Wait. Who's in charge? <laughs> we'll wait we'll be respectful y'all are gonna love love it love it we have big time try out to names coming at convention it's gonna be super fun yeah so all right we have a little announcement too so we- as much as we love the four of us uh, there is another voice coming to join us in the TV room who's going to be so much fun to have around. Her name is Lexi Legs. She is a Tri-Delta from Millican. She is on Tri-Delta's staff as a program development specialist. Um, I could tell you a million other things about her. She is amazing and smart and has a beautiful voice and all the things, uh, but it's going to be such a fun addition to the podcast. So next time we're in the TV room, we'll have another guest with us another person on the team to talk about all things Taylor and everything else that we cover on this. <laughs> and she's going to make sure that it is balanced and that we talk about Beyonce too. She that is true. So Lexi's true. Lexi's going to bring, yeah, she's going to bring uh, Bay to the mix. Yes, I agree. That's Which true. is good. This is all good. We need that. Um, so anything else to close us out? Any other thoughts you guys want to share with our members as we head into 2024? Happy New Year. <laughs> Happy New Year. <laughs> Let's go. Thank you all for being here today. I love being in the TV room with you. Thanks, y'all. And thanks to our listeners for listening. Uh, we hope you'll tune back in. We've got another conversation coming up with Lisa Cernet. She is a former, not a former, a past Sarah Adeshaw recipient um, and has this amazing take on anchoring her life in Tridelta as an alumna. And so you're going to want to hear the conversation. 
um, with Lisa coming up on our next podcast. I hope you'll join us. And until then, we love having you with us and Delta Love. Bye. Bye, y'all.